This episode of Bull Bear Radio was recorded on Halloween. Audio quality might be lower than normal due to a post-production software bug. So just turn up the volume a bit so you don't miss any market insights. Enjoy. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the markets here. Welcome to Bull Bear Radio. Market pricing's nuts. Each week, we catch up with WBI's experts, Matt and Don Schreiber. Down 77%. You know what you need to recover from that? A miracle. WBI brings you wealth building market insights. Hi, I'm Matt Schreiber, and uh, this is Bull Bear Radio, and we're back. Episode number 81, it's been a couple of weeks. People probably thought we disappeared from, you know, uh, podcasting. Not, not, not uh, true, not true. Uh, we're, we're here, we're around. Uh, we've been doing some, you know, really cool stuff. Been busy, man. We've got all kinds of stuff. stuff going. Yeah, yeah, check out the website, wbiinvestments.com. You know, uh, you know, there might have been a press release out there. We've been up to big things. Uh, Big things uh, lately, big things to come. So we're excited about that now. Regards to, to big things, right? This market thing is is a huge thing to a lot of people. Um, it's up, it's down, it's up, it's down. Oh my and, goodness. And you know, hey, it's Halloween. And the market's looking a little spooky today, I gotta say. So I'm not sure if we're trading on some light volume today and everybody's just kind of like, you know... Uh, bet out of shape because it's Halloween and like a little depressed because it's fall and the whole thing. I don't, I don't know what's going on, right? It's a rainy day. Because, because look, it, well, it is a rainy day, and 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 it poured a little bit this morning. And that some some poor economic data came out. Chicago PMI was a little bit disappointing. Um, so you know that got the, the the market off to a slow start, and then it went down after that. Negative trade talk, man. That's what's going on here. A little bit, a little you negative know, trade talk. Chinese you know. say, I don't know if we're going to yeah. do this. Yeah. Maybe no big deal, no big deal. We'll do phase one, but we, we're not even sure if phase one will last. Okay, they, that, that could go away tomorrow, and then you know, hey, if we want to do a more substantial deal, we're going to have to have those tariffs roll back. Is what they're saying. And, yeah, man. If you guys. Hey man, if you want us to do anything, you got to take all the tariffs off, right? And and why don't they take all the tariffs off us? I don't know. Uh, so anyway, everybody uh, should go tariff free. Yeah, you know, a little global world trade won't be won't be bad. Level the playing field, you know, and uh, let's rock. Get right? some growth, baby. Yeah, let's get some growth. Got yeah. growth. So speaking of growth, speaking yeah. of growth, right? Uh, we're in the midst of earnings season. Uh, our companies. Growing earnings and revenue, Don, or is this looking also uh, a little bit uh, spooky? Let's talk about it. According to FactSet, this is FactSet's data through last Friday. They update it once a week. 40% of companies have reported Q3 results with 80% beating estimates, man. And mm-hmm. the average beat was 3.8% above. So better than the experts thought here. Yes, definitely. You know, and the trend well, isn't all that bad. The problem is... It, you know, uh, the experts, the analyst experts, uh, have reduced estimates so low that everybody's beating these days. Yeah, you know, it's kind of an engineered down. result. Uh, the problem is, is that according to FactSet, uh, blended earnings are, are projected to decline 3.7% this quarter. And that's, uh, you know, behind the last two quarters consecutively 
have had a little bit of a decline too. So this will be the third straight quarter with year-over-year declines in earnings, and that hasn't happened since. Well, this takes us back to uh, like 15 the, and yeah, 16. the 15 and 16 time frame where we had a really long slide in earnings and revenue. Um, you know, it looks like some sectors are doing pretty good, kind of bucking the trend here. Uh, Don, wait a minute, wait a minute, what, wait, what is, wait a minute, wait a minute. Before we go on, 64% of companies have beat sales estimates or revenue. Oh. Right, with the average beat being 1.1%. Once again, uh, you know, okay. revenue year over Revenue's year is, is in decline. And, uh, you know, the beat here isn't stunning. And it's really revenue trends, which will give you next quarter's results. So if we had strong revenue, obviously you would expect pretty good earnings next quarter because we have weak revenue. We would expect next quarter not to be blockbuster from an earnings standpoint. So, but possibly positive, possibly positive. Everybody's been forecasting negative numbers. So far, we haven't hit it. Gotta say, the economy has held up better uh, than what, you know, everybody has been uh, thinking. It's not so bad. We had a 1.9% GDP print in the third quarter yesterday. Pretty good. Or the third quarter, which is better than better one. people better than they're closer to two than it is zero. Yeah, well, they were looking at 1.6, and it, it came in at 1.9, almost two. Last quarter was two, so, you know, there's not that much of a slowdown, but the, all of the fundamental trends are indicating weakness. Mm. You know, five sectors at this, this uh, third quarter are expected to post positive results for earnings, right? Mm -hmm. Led by utilities, real estate, and healthcare. Mm -hmm. Typically, the positive earnings sectors are the things that do best from a price standpoint uh, going forward. Six sectors reporting decline led by energy. Energy is just looking like a bloodbath. Infotech, surprise, mm -hmm. uh, you know, being one of the being on that list. Yep. You know, and then wow. uh, materials, man. You know, materials tend to do really well. Companies that do material uh, type stuff, you know, uh, copper and aluminum and steel and that kind of thing. When the economy's rocking and rolling, since the economy isn't rocking and rolling, you would you watch Jimmy Fallon last night? You would expect they, uh, that, you know, those companies aren't doing so well. They, they had this really cool segment where he had a, another dude on the show and they were doing the Springsteen invitations last night. Really? Just as a side. And they were good. You know, to Bruce talking. And I, I'm not even going to attempt it, but I mean, it was so good. You know, as Fallon does a very good, he can sing like Bruce, and Bruce sometimes will come on the show, and they'll like go back and forth uh, on a song that he's done, but they make up new new lyrics and verses and stuff like that. It's pretty funny, uh, if you've ever seen it, but you're usually not up that late. Neither mm -hmm. am I, but it, it was on last night, happened to be up. Because in our business, by the way, you know, you have to do all this like continuing education, Wow, I had a lot of it stacked up last night, so I was up pretty late, you know, clearing out the uh, the backlog. Of, Good uh, Lord, that'll, that'll put you to sleep. Oh, uh, holy man. Uh, That's a snooze. No, 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 you can't snooze. So you really got to pay attention because it's really important stuff. So All right. That's what I did, but it took a really long time. So back to revenue, right? So growth rates expected to be 2.8%. Is that what I'm reading here? Yeah. Lowest growth since Q2 of 2016. Uh, that's revenue growth to 2.8%. That's not great. No. That's not great. Um, what was the earnings growth rate? Do you know what the earnings growth rate was? Minus 3.7. Ooh, so it might be negative next quarter, huh? Well, you know, it's slowing down, like we said. Oh. Hey, 12-month uh, uh, forward fees, 17, 
which so is kind of in the same still in the same right? area. No, it's not cheap, man. It's that's fairly expensive for forward earnings, especially forward earnings forward that are earnings declining. Are like fifteen ish. So yeah, forward earnings in decline. Seven okay, so not looking so, so, so good. Stocks could go down. I'm sorry, I retract that. I got a little headache here. Going, man. Oh man, what's the trail? I'm blaming it on the headache. Okay, um, hey, let's look, let's do it. I'm, I'm gonna. I, I gotta I'm look check. it up. I'm, I'm, I'm trailing, up. I'm and we'll come back to that. So you know, we seem to have this. Uh, phase one trade deal with China going, and you know uh, Trump and uh, uh, Xi, Prime Minister, you know of uh, uh, you know leader of China yeah. is uh, they're supposed to sign next month in Chile. They canceled the summit. No, Chile did. When? Not last night. Really? Yeah, due to unrest. They got a, a, a little bit of a. Uh, you know, population unrest problem going on. Sounds like they got a little uh, populist uh, chill. Chile. Hanging over Hot. Chile. <laughs> I don't know. That was oh, weird. Okay. Can't blame it on the head. He's got a headache. That's yeah. it. That, that's, that was bad. All right. Now, this episode's going down the tubes. Except for, great, I looked it up, right? Yeah. Trailing 12-month PE for the S&P 500 is 23.68. Well, that's high. And by the way, a year ago at this time, which was, uh, you know, last October, after we had a decline, 21.71. So we're quite a bit higher than we were a year ago, about 10% higher. And that's because prices have stayed high or drifted higher. Actually. And earnings are going down. But prices over the last year are only up a couple percentage points. I know, at this point, but right? you know, you got so that means, right? So that means you had all earnings fall over the last year, and that's been the impact. These things tend to add up. One plus one equals uh, one. Yeah, and it's, it's pretty clear now. the The dividend yield for the S and P five hundred is one point nine one at the moment, so that's not too shabby. Russell two thousand, by the way, PE. 41 on a trailing basis. <laughs> 41. Now, see, on Halloween, right, a 41 PE on small and mid-cap stocks, that's darn right scary. Yeah, because i got to tell you, that gives me chills. Well, a year ago, it was 46. <laughs> I'm going to hide under the bed. That's how bad that is. Yeah, that's, that's not good. So that's also about a 10% plus gap, too, between the two. So, again, falling. Yikes. Falling earnings here. Man, I Prices need to hear that. Gets me scared. Um, interestingly enough, check this out, yeah, right? Yeah. NASDAQ 100, right? 24.75 PE a year ago, 23. Actually, you know, a PE expansion here. And that must go back to the Infotech earnings, you know, declining a whole bunch. Okay. Right? Yep. So, yep. And prices a little bit higher. Hey, listen, you know who else so is having another expansion? It is, that's a pretty good expansion. You know who else is having a hard time here in this Halloween uh, season? Boris Johnson of the UK. You know, he gets his deal. He thinks he's going to pull off. He oh, yeah. Brexit deal. And yeah, then he goes, he, had that he goes to Parliament and they yanked the rug right out from under him. Oh, man. And, and he you know, he, to, he fell into the pit, man. Well, he tried to pull that in around on Parliament by going to the Queen and saying, hey, you know, we could be. This deal done, you know, you and me, and they, you know, she was like, okay, we're gonna try, and then Parliament just shut him down. Too. Yeah, but anyway, we're looking at uh, a little bit longer extension now to January. You know, the EU was mm -hmm. nice enough to give an extension on this thing. I was surprised, but you know, they're still in turmoil over there. It's still affecting their economy. You know, things are getting weaker, not so, stronger. So hold on. we're gonna have a possible referendum vote against, uh, you know, for or against Brexit. It might all go away. And we've got elections in December. 
again. Boris Johnson just got elected. Dude, they can't figure out who they want to run that show. Dude, let's let's move back to the United States, okay? I agree. It's a mess. It's affecting markets it's here. It's a mess. It's a mess. It's one of these geopolitical hot potatoes. Uh, you know, uh, and nobody wants to catch it because it's hot. You know, so speaking of... It's like Tales from the Crypt, speaking man. Of, speaking of Tales from the Crypt and like a hot potato, Fed, the, the Fed uh, doing these overnight operations. What's with the repo market? The repo market, the repo market is in turmoil, man. Uh, I think the like, Grim Reaper might have the uh, uh, stranglehold on the repo. Market. I don't know, man. It's, I, don't know. I think there are four horsemen riding around that uh, repo market. Well, uh, look, they've been injecting mass amount of massive amount of liquidity on an overnight basis in the repo market. We've got some thoughts on that when we come back in just a second. Financial Advisors, are you looking for easy CE credit? You can read free educational content from WBI's experts, including your hosts, Matt and Don, over on Financial Advisor IQ's Think Tank. Log into Think Tank today and stay abreast of the markets. And we're back. So as usual, follow us everywhere you can follow us. If you're not following us, follow us. Just please, do it. Please. Just do it. We can't force you to. We can't compel you to, but we... We implore that you do it. So, WBI President, WBI CEO, Bull Bear Radio, WBI Investments. Check it out. Check us out on Twitter. Check us out on Instagram. Check us out over on LinkedIn. We're all over the place. And most importantly, uh, you know, subscribe to the podcast. Google Play, iTunes, you know, do a little Alexa action. We're on SoundCloud. Just pick up the dang podcast, okay? Dude, who's this guy, son? Dude. People will have to figure that out for themselves. We'll talk about it next week, okay? He's handsome. I don't know. Strong. What are you talking Fast. about? Schwarzenegger? Schwarzenegger? Man and Machine? I like it. I like it. A little cyborg action. Yeah, well, it's Halloween after all, right? So why not? Why Is not that what you're going to dress, dress up, up like your cyborg favorite baby. action hero, right? Terminator, baby. Hasta la vista. Baby, I'll be back. I'll be back. Bullets. Pepperoni and bullets. I need those stinking badges. Alright, here we go. So, Fed repo market. Schwarzenegger needs to like get in here, man. Like, Schwarzenegger president, though. No, man. Oh, I can't do it. It's not a, a uh, natural born citizen. It's been done before. <laughs> okay. Whoa, okay. Boy. Okay. Oh, boy. Uh, now you're talking like you were out on this chip. Yeah, mischief. Okay, mischief. let's go. Let's go. Do they even do that anymore? They do. They do. They didn't visit. They my, do. They visit your house. They didn't visit mine. They didn't visit mine. I didn't see any toilet thing. paper. It's a good. Thing. Did you guys have toilet paper? We got a couple of our, uh, our people that help us out when we pull off the podcast each week here. So they didn't go out and toilet paper in the neighborhood. They didn't. I think Dina might have, uh, <laughs> but uh, I think she got out there. Uh, like a you know, twelve pack, and she just started going nuts last night across the neighborhood. It was her ring footage. Guilty. Ring footage. Oh man! So the okay. So listen, here. the re repo market. What happened? We had a sudden cash shortage, right, related to corporate tax payments and settlement of a, a big treasury auctions. Really, on a given day, you know, in uh, September, mid September, and the interest rate. On overnight funds spiked, baby, up five percent. 
You know, when, oh, that, when, that when, is gnarly, when the rate way. when the rate was you know uh, down in the ones, it's supposed to be you know like one seven five or something like that. Yeah. So you know, and uh, the folks who use the repo market for liquidity are banks, hedge funds, money market funds. I mean, this is a massive amount of money yeah. that moves and around in the repo market overnight. You know, to make sure that everybody's settling all of the stuff that they have, and they're using you know treasury securities for the most part for this collateral anyway. The reason why interest rates spiked is because there was a liquidity crunch of massive proportions where the Fed had to start injecting like $60 billion a night, every day, overnight, into the markets. And you know what's crazy? What? They had to double that. We're up to about $100, $120 billion a day. Oh. A oh. day. So and they've been doing this wait, for a month. Wait a second. So you're talking about like a trill here. So, dude, a trillion of dollars, uh, and I'm gonna say and they're worried about budget deficit expansion. Right, right. So we're having fun on the podcast. Here. QE, we baby. You got the trills going around. It's, it's all good stuff. Q E. Uh, yeah, it sounds like that to me, right? No, nah, man. Like, Chairman Powell says this is not quantitative easing. Well, you know, this is just you know, like normal look, money market operations. Like a trillion here, a trillion yeah, there, well, like, it starts to add up. I, I, I remember, seem to remember Don Schreiber like 20 episodes ago, like a year ago or more, right? Saying that the Fed was more likely to have to cut rates, you know, than keep raising rates they within should, the next year. They right? raised rates and they should. So they raised rates, you know, like 900% off the bottom. They raised them pretty fast within the, uh, a matter of less than a year almost. And then, right? they, and then they started to reduce the balance sheet. Then they started rolling off the balance sheet. They created evidently a big squeeze here. And uh, so it is a squeeze. It's, but, you know, this is not something we've seen before. I mean, the financial system is under tremendous stress. And, you know, the scary thing is, is the Fed and everybody else, no one seems to know what's going on. No one's sure. And I, it makes me, again, on Halloween, it's getting scary. It gets no one's sure right. about what's going on in uh, the financial system. So I, I agree with you. So, you know, the only thing that really fixes this is, as you've been pounding on the table for like years, is fiscal stimulus. I mean... I went to checking out some fall color in Vermont a couple of weekends ago. You pull up to the campsite. We went camping, you know, for the night. Uh, beautiful state park up there in Vermont. And you pull up to the guard shack and it says, hey, these buildings and outbuildings and the whole thing were built by the CCC, which was, guess when? The Great Depression, which was fiscal stimulus. 1930s, baby. Right? So we had the same thing where rates went up really, really fast. The, the government uh, had tightened monetary policy too quick after what was a very big financial crisis at the time. And then, uh-oh. We had a double, a double dip on the, double dip. on the markets. And the and only the thing that got us out was, was really these huge government work programs. Yeah, really Civilian Conservation yeah. Corps, Works Progress Administration. I mean, if you're, you're out of Colorado listening to us, that beautiful Red Rocks Amphitheater. Guess what? It's a government work program. Hey, man, Great Depression. You're not man. wrong. You know, listen, more and more central bankers, Mario Draghi himself, Mr. You know, we'll do anything that it takes. Oh, Mr. Helicopter Money. You know, he came out and yeah. he said basically, you know, monetary, monetary policy has kind of run out of power. Yep. And even though, you know, they, they he his last uh, uh, deal there was to cut, you know, rates more negative, lower rates into more negative territory, mm -hmm. and to do QE again, his commentary was, hey, listen, this isn't going to get us where we need to go from an economic growth standpoint. What we need for that is real significant 
fiscal stimulus from governments around the world. But the problem is that governments are walking, man. Yep. They're not wanting not to possibly. expand deficits to uh, get the fiscal stimulus rolling. Well, the whole thing is And, you know, it's not, it's not popular with, their, with uh, the voters it's either. In, it's, well, it's incredible because fiscal stimulus is, is incredible in that it has a long-lasting effect. Instead of like tax cuts or something like, which gives you like an instant uh, fix, right? It's a sugar high. It's right, and, and it wears off. Whereas fiscal stimulus, done over a, a, a couple of years or several years, has a lasting effect for potentially decades to come because you're building infrastructure to get these projects shovel ready. You need engineers and lawyers and so on and so forth. Then you have the workers that do this. They make more money. When everybody makes more right. money, spends more money. Fiscal stimulus is a permanent form of capital that tends to build stuff, infrastructure, and it adds, you know, uh, velocity to the economy, yeah. you know, all across the economy. Well, you know, and I, I was, I was uh, uh, even in a CD last night, you know, this, this uh, continuing education, they're talking about cybersecurity and stuff like that. I mean, dude, we need, not only do we need just like basic utilities need to get better, but all the technology we have to build to be able to protect ourselves and our financial system from like catastrophic ruin against these people or just out to like topple governments in the world you know i mean it's serious stuff hey, man, did you did you have billions and billions of dollars that need to be spent to, to just improve basic you know everyday life but also the complex web with which we live with, with, with where we live these days oh my god it's insane my Matt, head Matt, is about Matt, to Matt, that headache is really. Cool. Hey, know. listen, you want to hear something really cool I read today? Oh. You know the Goog, Whew. the Goog, Google, yeah. right? Yeah, they have developed the first quantum computer. Quantum computer. Quantum compu computer, right? What is that? Do? So you know the the fastest computers that we have today, like a Cray computer, even faster than that. Mm -hmm. um, there are mathematical problems, you know, that you can put into these computers that would take. Even as fast as they are, it would take 10,000 years for them to solve. Now, a quantum computer is such a breakthrough. It works differently, right? It can handle, instead of two uh, problems, it can handle four problems at the same time. Wow. Right? Kind of like my brain. No, it doesn't have a headache. No, man. i tell you what, but, you know, the same problem that takes, would take conventional computers today, the fastest conventional computers today, 10,000 years, to get solved in three minutes and 20 oh, seconds. shut the fuck up. That's how fast it is. Unbelievable. Now, these things aren't commercially ready. Like, you can't go out and buy one and put, put one on your desk, right? But yeah, they're I coming. How, I wonder how much those cost. They're coming. This is, this is so big, so revolutionary, that it'll absolutely change everything about computers, and about the web, and about everything that we do. I mean, this stuff is going to be so fast. You'll be able to, like, yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, I mean it is Halloween. Okay. Let's 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 use it. So so you know, uh, there's a lot of mixed data. We're just gonna end here and then. Uh, well, let's wrap this thing up. Yeah. See where we're, we are, right? Well, you know, we have some manufacturing data that continues to be a little weak. We had consumer spending numbers that still are pretty decent. Yeah, and I mean cons back, consumers are hanging spending in money there. like on on autos, for example. And there's been a lot of trends in autos and. People were like, oh, the Japanese cars, man. Bad trend. Now bad trend, a little bad better. trend. And, you know, then then U.S., you take a look at, like, SUVs. And, I mean, I'm not sure families aren't buying two or three of these suckers and putting them in the driveway. Because they huge growth 
uh, as these cars have gotten more fuel efficient and stuff. Now, I, th I think like someone like Tesla is actually eating into the Japanese hybrid marketplace and stuff like that. So I think you got to look at this globally uh, and look at all these uh, data points globally. So outside the U.S., you know, things are trending either they're in recession or they're they're trending in recession. You know, Germany, Asia, so forth and so on. We have some emerging markets. You know, the weakest emerging markets are already in crisis. I mean, Argentina is just blowing apart as we speak. They have, you know, rampant inflation, trying to cut, you know, the uh, currency. You know, it's a mess. But, and, Maybe you know, you are wearing that grim reaper. No, nah, man, we've got, we've, got, we've got the Fed, you know, uh, trying to uh, fund on an overnight basis, uh, you know, $100 billion here and there to try to uh, stabilize our financial system. Some wacky stuff so there's some wacky story. stuff going on. We've got, you know, generally weakening trends in GDP, not bad, but, you know, corporate results, the, uh, you know, CAPEX spending, corporate spending is CapEx, 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 whatever. I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't know what you are. You've got the headache. Shut up. Anyway, um, past couple of months, you know, you've got uh, data kind of trending a little bit negative. But, you know, you don't want to count out the U.S. Uh, economic system yet. The market's going higher. We've got a Fed cut. No, no, no. The market's going down today. Got a Fed cut yesterday, right? Yeah. The, the market's going down on the trade base, man. Trade, we've got to get trade resolved. And if it does, you think the market could go a little higher? Confidence is still pretty high, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and I think that, you know, markets at new highs, just over the last couple of weeks, we've been making new highs now. It hasn't much. Over the last maybe uh, two years, the S and P's up about three percent. Yeah, it's well, not much. It's, it's since uh, the one twenty six twenty eighteen high, right? It has spent seventy percent of its time below break even. Folks, did you hear that? that? Did you hear that? People think the market has been up so strongly in the last couple of years. It's up about twenty percent on the S and P this year. They think that's big. It was down twenty percent last year, so basically flat. You know, I mean, come on, it's up twenty two percent. Exactly, it's up two percent. Twenty eighteen high, which was really high when you look at a chart. You spent seventy percent of the time below the trend line. Now, some other indexes have almost never broken above the trend line like a value oriented in or smith doesn't smith mean you stocks. should own it small and mid-cap stocks are just down 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 baby they were up for a little while at the beginning of the chart but not so much uh, yeah. you know so maybe. you know we expect if we get a phase one trade deal the market might like that it might drift a little bit higher but you know uh, a lot of this negative data that continues to weaken the market's in for a reality check and it could be really a harsh <laughs> Sometime in probably early 2020, right? 2020, I'm figuring sometime in the first half. Unless you know, some of these geopolitical concerns and the trade deals and stuff actually could get done. We might get a little late. impeachment, which could slow all this down, too. Oh, my goodness. So, and, it, and we don't need any of this stuff. We need to get rid of all of these overhangs. It's unlikely to happen because next year is obviously an election year, and uh, there's likely to be more, not less, turmoil. So, you know, we have some concerns about so, the market, and I would not be long and strong. So I would be checking the bet. Most investors have been taking money out of the markets. Companies themselves continue to pour money into buybacks, and that supported the markets. Right, and that's good. But if the companies, as they continue to have their earnings trend downward, stop funding buybacks, the markets in huge trouble. So look, next week we'll talk about this. How long can a good fund look back? Right. It was in Morningstar white paper, and it talks about active management and how you should actually. Look at active management. It's a, a great new white paper that's out there. We'll talk a little bit about that next week. About how you might be able to protect yourself from 
you know, a market decline, not abandoning active management. You just have to know what it does and how it does it. So some really great statistics there. We'll bring that uh, to you next week. Who's um, I don't know. Man, stop. I mean, just... All right. We'll see you next week. This is Bull Bear Radio, where each week you can count on our real market news and advice. Catch all of our podcast episodes at WBIinvestments.com. Past performance does not guarantee future results. The views presented are those of the podcast participants and should not be construed as investment advice. Podcast participants or clients of WBI may own stocks discussed in this recording. All economic and performance information is historical and not indicative of future results. This is not an offer to buy or sell any security. No security or strategy, including those referred to directly or indirectly, is suitable for all accounts or profitable all of the time. And there is always the possibility of this. You should not assume that any discussion or information provided here serves as a substitute for personalized investment advice from WBI or any other investment professional. If you have questions regarding the applicability of specific issues discussed to your individual situation, please consult with WBI or your chosen professional advisor. This information is compiled from sources believed to be reliable. Accuracy cannot be guaranteed. WBI's advisory operations, services, and fees are in the form ABV available upon request. You are not permitted to publish, transmit, or otherwise reproduce this information in whole or in part in any format to any third party without the express written consent of WBI Investments Inc.